Hi, this is Donna Otto. Welcome to day three of our March toward Easter. Happily marching toward Easter, preparing our hearts, preparing our homes. The last couple of days I've talked about identifying with Christ and we looked at the passage in Matthew where John is describing that he is just the front runner, that we're preparing the way of the Lord and we want to make our path straight to get to him. That's what I'm asking you to do, is to prepare for Jesus, prepare for what he went through, prepare for as he prepared. And there is this amazing account. All of the Bible is amazing to me, but I have read this account so many times, and it's so vivid to me. And every time I read it, I think, what was it really like? We hear the Genesis passage where the snake came and we see snake charmers and snakes and we have this picture. But what did it really look like when we read these words and they're usually titled in your Bible somewhere about the temptation of Christ, the temptation of Jesus. It's found in Mark chapter 1 verses 12 and 13 and I'm going to read that. The Spirit immediately drove him, Jesus, out into the wilderness. Has the Spirit ever driven you out into the wilderness? And he, Jesus, was in the wilderness for, are you ready for this number? 40 days, being tempted by Satan. I read that and I'm, I'm still, I just, I shake my head and I think, Jesus, the Son of God, was in the wilderness for 40 days and was being tempted by Satan. Now, I'm sure some of you have thought the last few days, what is Donna Otto doing? Easter is not until April and this is only February. Well, what I'm doing, I feel very intentional about and very certain that I want to keep doing. I want to keep saying as many years as I can say, prepare your heart for this great event that's coming in April that we call Easter, Palm Sunday, Holy Week, Passion Week. Not only was he tempted by Satan, he was with the wild animals and the angels were ministering to him. Why, if that isn't a, uh, who's the guy who did the, Luke, the Star Wars movie? What's his name? The director of Star Wars, Steven Spielberg. If that isn't a Steven Spielberg movie, I don't know what is. And then I want to read a little longer version of that found in Luke chapter 4. And Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan where he had been baptized and was led by the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, into the wilderness for 40 days being tempted by the devil. And yet when I think of eating nothing for 40 days, my, my throat constricts. But remember what we are told about Jesus. He was man and human in every form. He fasted for 40 days. And when they were ended, the 40 days, he was hungry. I always want to say, duh, are you kidding me? Of course he was hungry. Then the devil said to him, again, what does the devil look like? Is it a voice? Is there a person? We do not know the details. But we do know that Jesus had been sent by the Spirit into the wilderness, sent to pray, to fast, to think, to allow the enemy to tempt him. 
And the devil says to him, if you are the son of God, command that this stone, is the stone, you know, is there levitation and the stone comes out of the ground and it's up in the air? I don't know. My imagination beckons all sorts of ideas. Make this stone bread. And Jesus says back, quoting the word of God, it is written that man shall not live by bread alone. Well, that makes my dietary causes totally have <laughs> a new view. And then the devil took him up and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time and said to him, to you, you, Jesus, I, the devil, to you, I will give you this authority and their glory for it has been delivered to me and I give it to whom I will. If you will then worship me, the enemy let loose on this world. And we know that it is. We know that we are besieged and beset with attacks by the underground world that wants us to follow his way. Every great writer has written about this. The screw tape letters written by C.S. Lewis. And if you've never read them, I encourage you to. And Jesus comes back and says again in this volley of communication, it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. That is a call to me and to you. Are you worshiping the one true living God only? Maybe it's a time for you to examine other, other gods in your life. Small G's, some of those small G gods get to be big G's. And then in verse 9, and he took him to Jerusalem and sent him on a pinnacle of the temple and said to him, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down. And I have been to Jerusalem on a couple of occasions. And the whole city and the way it is set and the way the temple is set. I don't know how he got there, but it happened. For it is written, he will command his angels concerning you to guard you. And on their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against the stone. And Jesus answers again. It is said, you shall not put the Lord your God to a test. And when the devil had ended every temptation, he departed from him until an opportune time. So you're saying to yourself yesterday or the day before, what is the auto woman doing at Homemakers? Easter's not till April. Why did she pick this number 40 or 40 plus 7? Well, I didn't pick it. I really didn't pick it. The number 40 is an important number in the scripture. But thousands, hundreds of years ago, I should say, this idea of people who follow after Christ would take a time to set themselves apart, to fast, as Christ did, to acknowledge who they are and where they are, to say, am I worshiping the one true living God? To acknowledge on ourselves, in our own hearts, are we putting God to the test as if God needs to be tested? So this began, and I do not know your church identification. If you are like me, my church identification is very broad. My father was Roman Catholic when my parents did marry. I was three years old. My father said, we will raise this child, and if there are any more, in the Roman Catholic Church. And I spent the next eight or nine years in the Roman Catholic Church. I learned many things 
some of which I've not chosen to follow and some of which I believe to be true, especially the word and the authority of God in our lives. And then my mother got annoyed, quite a reason for changing the church. And she wasn't annoyed with the church, she was annoyed with my father. And if my father was Roman Catholic, she was going to be something quite opposite. And so she became Pentecostal. And we went to a Pentecostal church. And I learned a lot of things there also, some of which I followed and some of which I haven't. And then by the very transitions in our own lives as a family, my husband and I began to be a part of a Bible church history. Um, Before we left Chicago and moved to Arizona, we were part of a community church, a Bible church. So I have these ologies in my life, and I have been thrilled to see how God loves all of us and how there are many followers of Christ who belong to very different kinds of Christian communities than I belong to, but they are followers of Christ. And this 40-day period of setting aside in the liturgical churches is called Lent. You may have heard it before. Maybe a few days ago you saw people running around with ashes on their forehead. All of this has a lot of history, history in the church, why they picked 40 days. Why 40 days? And why do I keep saying 47? Because the church doesn't use the Sunday as a time of fasting. Sunday's a time of celebration. So they take those days out and they do this mathematical thing and there we have it. So I'm just trying to help us take a period of time in looking at what God might do in our lives. I think it's quite interesting that we're a nation right now of 12-steppers. The 12-step program, which was founded uh, basically in the field of alcoholics and AA. And one of the AA mottos, uh, the 12-step practice, which now you can find a 12-step for anything, from food to drugs to anything, And one of the words that they often encourage their participants to think about is how different we are when we are hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. The word is halt. Halt. And I want to say that to you because when I read this passage, I think it says that Jesus was hungry. I don't know. But we saw Jesus be righteously angry in the temple when he turned over the tables. He's been alone without association and people around him. And he must be weary, tired, at least in his physical nature. These things are true. I don't know about you, but when I'm hungry, I'm cranky. (laughs) And I can really get angry or faster when I'm hungry. And I let myself get too tired. And when I'm too tired, it's usually because I'm too busy. And when I'm too busy, it's usually because I haven't made time to be with the people who I love and who I feel supported by, so I'm lonely. It's also because I've been too busy to make time for Jesus. Here we are marching our way toward Easter. Preparation, the key word to organization. Will you get prepared for Easter this year? Will you be thinking about who you're going to invite for Easter, what you're going to cook for Easter? Will you be thinking about the decorations in your home? I have a wonderful collection of lambs. Lambs. 
Maybe they're baskets, maybe they're crosses, maybe they're thorns. In this series, I'm going to give you some things to do with your family. I mentioned to you having a candle and a paper chain the last couple of days that you might do with your own family to count down the days. The resources that are available through the Homemakers by Choice, free resources. Um, look on our website for those, including a calendar which gives you a verse to read every day. This is day three of preparation for Easter, preparing our hearts the way that God has called us to prepare. I want to give you, if you don't have a computer, um, the two passages of scripture for day four and day five, Luke 5, verse 31, and day five, Genesis chapter three, verse four. Have you started a candle? Have you made a paper chain? On Monday, I'm going to talk about a cross you might make. In the meantime, enjoy your weekend in preparing your heart and your family for Easter. This is Donna Otto reminding you that the common begin and the uncommon finish. Go out and make it a very uncommon day.